From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Right now on the Afternoon Edition, taking a live look across the Bay Area, the heavy rain has moved on and we are left with cloudy gray skies. But those recent storms are bringing a real boost to our state's water supply and we might be heading into another stretch of wet weather in February. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Makovic. In for Brian Yamamoto, the rain was really coming down this morning, making for a soggy commute for Bay Area drivers heading to work. Check out this time-lapse video of the San Mateo Hayward Bridge. Yeah, traffic was not moving that quickly this morning. But all that rain is good news for our reservoirs. The State Department of Water Resources reporting from last week to now, reservoirs gained an increase of 3 to 5 percent in water levels across Northern California. But each has a limit, of course, of what they can keep. In the springtime, those restrictions to provide space for flood control are relaxed and they can begin filling reservoirs, uh, hopefully from snowmelt runoff. Statewide precipitation is about 80% of normal and the snowpack is at 55% of normal. All right, let's get a check on our first alert forecast now. Meteorologist Jessica Birch in our virtual weather studio with more on what we can expect. Are we in the clear for today at we're least, Jess? starting to be. I mean, just a little bit. Down in the Santa Clara Valley, we're still watching some active showers, but this was a very early morning storm that swept its way throughout the Bay Area, waking us all up with about a quarter of an inch to a half an inch of rain throughout most of the Bay. I mean, San Jose getting close to half an inch right now with a very similar trend near Los Gatos. We actually passed that for pockets like San Francisco stretching all the way over in Redwood City and we're going to continue to monitor these monitor these numbers heading into the next couple hours. What was interesting is I was watching this major storm cell move throughout our morning commute. I was expecting Nevada to see a little bit more, but we topped off close to around a quarter of an inch, at least so far. Now, here's the thing. Our first alert Doppler is still a little bit active for us heading into these afternoon hours. As we take a look at what's going on right now, most of those cells are starting to track off into the hills closer to areas like Hollister and Gilroy, so way to the south of the Santa Clara Valley. For the rest of us, we could see lingering scattered showers throughout the evening hours tonight. Early morning hours tomorrow, it's going to start clearing up, which is perfect. That's going to lead us into a couple days of dry conditions. We're going to time out what's coming right around the corner as we head into this weekend forecast because, spoiler alert, we have 70s and sunshine in the forecast right around the corner. I'll talk more about that coming up in just a bit. Thanks, Jess. In Oakland, police say a two-year-old is back home safe after being kidnapped. Happened in the city's Highland neighborhood yesterday. Authorities say that child was inside a car when the car was stolen on 85th Avenue. Officers found that child in San Leandro and police arrested a 34-year-old man from Concord. After years of increasing gang violence in Santa Rosa, the police chief there says enough is enough. In an effort to crack down, the department is bringing back an old task force. He told our Katie Nielsen it is all about stopping the violence before it starts. Melissa Stewart owns Dandelion Boutique in Santa Rosa. Her son is a sophomore at Montgomery High School. He's in the band and loves math and physics, but she says he knows not to use certain bathrooms on campus. Because they're unsupervised, so that really is a spot where um, students can fight, they can debate. Rebecca Sullivan's daughter is a junior at Montgomery, and she's worked there for nine years as a health tech. She says it's another sign of gang violence that has started in the community, then makes its way into the schools. Whether they're officially in the gang or just affiliated, it's definitely present on campuses right now. Some sort of clothing attire just to let everyone know where they stand. 
That's exactly why Santa Rosa's chief of police, John Cregan, brought back the gang crimes team in December and made a presentation to the city council about it on Tuesday morning. The majority of violent crimes are committed by a small group of people in communities. He says of the 10 murders in Santa Rosa last year, half were gang related and so were many of the other violent crimes. Prolific offenders who are out there day after day committing drive-by shootings, doing thefts, getting in gang fights, and being able to solve some of these violent crimes is going to take those offenders off the streets of Santa Rosa. And in the long run, you're going to see less people victimized. He says the team has four goals. Prevention, to keep kids out of gangs in the first place. Intervention, to get current gang members out. Education, to talk about identifying gang issues and, if all else fails, enforcement. We have a significant problem in the city of Santa Rosa and I believe now's the time for us to act. Something Montgomery High parents agree with. We can worry forever but something needs to be done for change. The gang task force is right now made up of four officers and one sergeant. The chief says they're going to keep that staffing level for now but they will continue to reevaluate in the months to come and they could add more officers. To the South Bay now, Santa Clara County leaders holding a roundtable discussion on the local response to the opioid and fentanyl crisis. That is being led by Bay Area Congressman Jimmy Panetta. The goal is to create solutions to try to prevent drug overdoses. San Jose's Mayor Matt Mahan says his city needs to make treatment more accessible. We have folks who desperately need treatment, but signing up for it, getting an appointment, and not being able to get there because you're living in a tent down by the creek. Mayor Mahan also says his city is working to expand access to Narcan in places like libraries. He also wants to see more law enforcement hold people accountable for having the drugs. Taking a live look at Chase Center this afternoon, the Warriors are going to be back in action today after the tragic passing of their assistant coach, Dejan Milojevic. The team is going to be hosting the Atlanta Hawks. The Warriors playing with heavy hearts without their beloved coach, but Milojevic is still going to have a presence on the team for the rest of the season. The Dubs plan to wear this DM patch on their jerseys in honor of him. Former President Donald Trump took a huge step toward winning a third GOP presidential nomination, clinching the New Hampshire primary. Trump's victory is a blow to former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. But Haley is vowing that she is staying in the race and is setting her sights on her home state of South Carolina ahead of next month's primary. But even her home state is not a lock. Republican Senator Tim Scott, whom she appointed, explained on CBS Mornings why he is backing Trump. I'm not campaigning against Nikki. I'm campaigning for the future of America. I'm campaigning for kids today stuck in poverty like I was when I was a kid. Now, President Biden held a campaign rally in Virginia Tuesday. He won the Democratic primary in New Hampshire. Even though he wasn't on the ballot, his supporters mounted a successful write-in campaign. 